Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast you know as Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. Welcome back to Get the Belt podcast and I'm joined by a very, a very special friend today by the name of Ramel London. Hey Ramel. Hey Miles. How you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you because I haven't seen you in forever. So this is, this is a great moment to just see you. Did I see you? Before you was married. <gasps> oh my gosh, I don't think I've seen you since I was a fiance. Yeah, you was a whole fiance back then. <laughs> now I'm a wife. Let me, I don't miss, let me see, let me, ooh. Got some diamonds. Oh my God, I don't have any diamonds. I got the fake ones, girl. <laughs> I got the, the fake diamonds. These are my first batch of diamonds. So, I um, love that for you. I definitely want more. <laughs> oh my God, well, congratulations. I can't have seen you, and like we obviously spoke before we started recording. Oh, but I, didn't I saw even... you in the summer, because we went for lunch. Yeah, we went to, um, that's that place you. for the pizza. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh my gosh, that was ages ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So it's well, good to see you in real life. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're finally on the podcast. Yes, oh my gosh, this has been a long time coming. It most really has. Definitely. I'm glad the podcast is back. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. That's Thank you. Yeah. a beautiful thing. I was off for like a very long time. Obviously, I did a whole fucking episode about that. But um, I'm back and I'm, I'm glad to be back. It's, 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 it's nice to have an outlet where I can talk 100% and just say what the, the things I want to say 100 yeah anyway for the people that don't know Ramel she is a radio presenter host voiceover um, artist I guess we would say that is you're not an author I don't know what to call you for the book right you, what does because you released the book but you ain't exactly right I didn't book. write nothing it's for you lot to write in yeah so, it's a journal it's a journal yes that's the word so what um, are you so well, I'm a, it's a self-published book. So, you know, yeah. I've published a book. So mm. it, it doesn't make me an author, but it falls in line with my, um, you know, I am a producer. I am a content creator. Yeah. So I do like providing outlets and platforms for people to kind of like express their creativity. And that was definitely a lockdown situation yeah. where I felt like I wasn't being able to just like let all my emotions out. And I'm a big Big, big, big fan of journals, yeah. diaries. Like since uni, I literally used to write down everything. Like, oh my All god, he's not talking to me. Da, da, da. I like, I've still got the books. So I thought, do you know what? Why not create a, a, a book, a journal, a diary where anyone can express gratitude and how they feel? Yeah, we're gonna get into that when we when we talk about yes. Ugra. Because what's it called? Love from Ugo. Love from Ugo. Yeah. Real quick before we actually get into it, who is Ugo? That's me. That's my Nigerian name. Miles, uh, you should know that. Okay, you wouldn't know my name. Yeah, but you, you recognise the Ugo name, right? As well, in yeah, 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 of course. Name, but I was yeah. thinking, who is that? 
It's me. That's Ugo. Yes. Oh, that is so cute. Yes. Before marriage, Ugo Ramel at KK Wickham is my full government name. Oh. So that's why it's love from me because it's a piece of me. Because I was like, I wonder who is this person? (laughs) That's why it is love from Ugo. Oh, that's so cute. Is that that's still available to get on your website? Still available, still available. The copies are there. Order them. Come on. Right, let's we're gonna obviously do a normal regular degular episode of the podcast. So we're gonna be talking about we're gonna do Melanin Magnificence, Word of the Week, which is Mm -hmm. gonna be given to us by the lovely Ramel. Mm -hmm. Um, and the usual shebang with Miles Measures. We're gonna try and keep it short so we can like get into Ramel, her career, the book. Marriage, relationships, I really want to get into it. I really, really do. That's fine. Uh, And then obviously get the belt. So let's kick off the show straight away with Word of the Week. Okay, Word of the Week. I think it's a word that's always been a part of my life. And it's positive and negative. Patience. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason oh, you've given me that word of today of all days. Yeah, nah, because it's real. Yes. Patience is real. It's funny, me and my husband have been talking about this a lot as well. People always say he's a very patient person. Mm. And it's got to the point where he actually is getting frustrated because there's a there's a borderline of patience where you're taking the piss. Oh facts. Yeah. And I think it's a very much, it's, patience is within yourself. That's mm-hmm. very much, you learn what you tolerate, what you um, are thriving towards, all that kind of stuff, or striving, I should say. And patience has been a massive part of my career to this date Ooh. because I have felt overlooked. I've, I have felt, you know, um, undervalued, underappreciated. Yeah. But I am also very much aware that this journey is about learning things, lessons, and being patient has allowed me to be like, you know what? Bun them, I'm going to carry on anyway. Mm. So having patience, I've grown patience a lot over the last, uh, my career has been like 12 years since I graduated. So over the last Mm. 12 years, I have grown in patience because that was not a part of my life. How sway? Um, How have I grown? Have I learned it? Yeah, because I, that's one of the things I know, hands up, yeah. I struggle with patience. Yeah. And it served me to be impatient because I've managed to get some things done yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. then in other times where the patience is lacking, yeah. it's mad. When you need answers, let's not dilly-dally, let's cut straight to the chase. I can't be paid. Like I said, there's a certain level where you need to not let people take the piss. Mm. But at the same time... I know that if I keep on working at it, if I keep on like nurturing my skill and growing, developing, that patience will lead. I used to have a phrase. I actually remember, who remembers Tumblr? I actually <laughs> named a Tumblr page, Patience Leads to Perfection. And I used to just pose, I, I didn't do it regularly, but like post things that were like motivational to me. Yeah. And because I do believe that if you do stay patient, it will get you to a place of like, I don't know, contentment, you'll feel a bit better. You'll, if yeah. you really persevere, perseverance, that's mm. another word. Perseverance is a big part of patience. And I, and I feel like in my career, especially being a black woman in the media industry, like, you know, you are going to feel knockbacks. But mm. if you're patient, the right jobs will come for you. Yeah. So that's why patience is like, again, it might feel like a piss take, but actually it might be helping you get to the better option of what you deserve and what, mm. you're, what you're working towards. So whilst you're being and practicing patience, like it might sound like a dumb question, but I'm being no. deadly serious. How, like, what do you do? Like, say there's something that you want or you may be waiting on. 
what do you do in that interim? Mm. Do you just focus on something else? I can't lie. I can't lie. This year in particular, my faith has been a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I've actually accepted that. Do you know what? God's got me. Yeah. Like, that has literally been a big part of this year. Before this year, before I was saved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think the best... You were saved before? I swear <laughs> no, you were saved before. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> nah, nah, this this year I got dunked, innit? I got baptised. Ah, ah, okay, right, okay. <laughs> it's a different yeah. kind of saved. <laughs> <laughs> the holy water. Um, <laughs> but no, like, before, like, this year, like, I, I started taking, like, my religion even more seriously. Yeah. I think... Um, practicing patience was just me finding another route. So find an alternative. So, for example, like if you're planning a big event and let's say all of the all of the, the vendors drop out, like oh, let me talk about my wedding. Okay. That's a moment of patience. Okay. So, for example, my wedding planner was a absolute shambles. Like oh. she literally was acting like I was the enemy and she was the enemy of progress. Like, oh. <laughs> like it was wild. So I had to be extra prepared for when she messed things up. So I had all my files, all my spreadsheets, all my like I'd created like a freaking PR deck like presentation of how I wanted my wedding to go, timing, schedules, the decor. I had to do everything. That's her job. Yeah. But it's that, it's that, you know what? Be mindful that it might not work out how you hoped it would. So always be prepared. So I think patience is preparation. Mm. Prepare for the worst. That makes, that that's something I can like tangibly, I think, mm. work on. When hard. someone just says be patient, I just see it as waiting. Waiting, no, waiting, waiting. No. But like what preparation. Can you do in that meantime. Preparation, yeah. more, more prep. That's the first time I've actually broken it down because patience, I think, Everyone assumes everyone knows what patience is, but like, actually, you're right. I have no idea. What no, I get is. you. No, I totally get <laughs> For you. For me, sitting around waiting, twiddling thumbs, just because now that I've said it, and that's exactly what are you doing me. in that time? Is this? <laughs> Don't twiddle people. your fingers. In that time. <laughs> always prepare for like see it as and i don't really believe in like plan b plan c because i'm gonna make it to plan a regardless that's right <laughs> that's right i can't speak on t in tongues that's not fair um <laughs> the spirit takes over Gua. That's uh, but right. like i said like preparation will keep you going in that meantime perseverance will keep you going in that meantime like there's always an alternative no alternative See, if I was to apply that to what I'm going through now <laughs> and but, the alternative. But perseverance. Ooh. Sacrifice. Ah, no. See? Compromise, compromise oh. is a version of sacrifice. Did you, but did you, right. Oh, so, this is a sermon today. Right. Come oh, my now. God. Hallelujah. But right, so you, right. So I don't know whether I believe anymore that sacrifice is, is needed to get, you know. Do you know where I learned that? Where? Relationships. Can't lie to you. You sacrifice, learn, but you have to kill off something. No, sacrifice doesn't mean. Like, listen, listen. For example, my wedding. And you see it as a sacrifice. Right, go on. Yeah, my go wedding. On. I had savings. A good place. Yeah. Good, good place. But I said, you know what? My wedding. Let's go ham. I don't think that's a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice. Though. My savings are done. I got to start again. Yeah, but you. What did you expect the thing to be for free? <laughs> 
I could have tried. Well, I mean, you could have. <laughs> but Miss, I said... Because you like doing an influencer. <laughs> but you I like doing nah, influencer nah. life. First of all, I am not <laughs> an influencer. I will that, not... <laughs> that reel from yesterday, because soon as you want to do an influencer. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, getting my steps. <laughs> my, husband, my husband will always catch me out. But <laughs> oh, he makes me laugh. But basically, mm. I said to myself, yeah. if I want to enjoy and no holds bar, you got you got to put the dime in. Facts. And that's that's what I mean. It's like a sacrifice because raw. I ain't got no back like savings. As in, you ain't got no backup plan. Uh, okay, I low key do still have a backup mm-hmm. plan, but like in terms of finances. But that reliability, that comfortability, has gone. So that's why it's a sacrifice. I'm sacrificing. When you say it like that, was I would see sacrifice as something like unnecessary that needs to go. But like if you want to no. have a dope wedding and you cost, I'm like okay. I wouldn't necessarily see that as. A sacrifice, but I see how you are because you're saying goodbye to something. Yeah. But I'm thinking like, oh, you know, something that you might like to do in a relationship. I don't know where it's drinking. You're with someone oh. that don't like drinking. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this is only going to run if you now don't have, you, you know, your tequila and your whiskey <laughs> on the weekends. That to me is a sacrifice. Not paying for a wedding that you know is going to be But it's also stunning. a compromise. I would say a compromise would be that they say, oh, you can only do it once a, a month. That's a compromise now. The sacrifice See, is saying oh, no alcohol is, done. Now, okay, listeners, please, can you <laughs> Google these for us? <laughs> Tweet, hashtag, like, you know, everything. <laughs> throw it out there because we need to really break down patience, yeah. sacrifice, compromise. Yeah. Because these are things that we need in our life. But they are, mm, some of them. also need to be very understanding of what that actually means. What's to that us? girl's name? She died years ago she goes sacrifice for no compromise compromise for what compromise for what reason a man comes into my life and i have to compromise (laughs) stupid that's literally what she says (laughs) but i feel like if you love someone you don't have to compromise because you're both in love together and it all works but anyway this word of the week is gonna be 12 years to slave long honey but (laughs) patience and i'm gonna try and I hope you guys all try yes. to be patient in, and, and take from this this seg- seg- segment what you will. Alright, so it's now time for Melanin Magnificence. Who does your melanin magnificence go to this week, Ramel? Well, as we've been on the talk of relationships, I want to give it to my husband. Giving it to your king! <laughs> I have to! I'll be crying. To. I have to because oh. this man keeps me grounded when I'm having my moments of self-doubt, when I'm having my moments of like, oh, I just want to throw in the towel. He always lifts me up and mm-hmm. always reminds me that why would you stop now when you've got this far? That kind of stuff. So, yeah, he definitely is my uh, melanin magnificent man. Are you not saying his name because... I want to say his name, Mr. Hyatt, to you. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knows him as Foot. Um, He's a music producer called Footsteps. Um, His real name is Coriel. We rhyme because, yeah, that's a thing. Ramel and Coriel. That's cute. So, um, Mr. Hyatt, that's him. Oh, lovely. (laughs) (sighs) My melanin magnificence this week goes to a black school teacher or former school teacher by the name of Catherine Burton York. Now, I don't know whether you've seen this, but um, uh, a black teacher in England was fired uh, from her post. She was originally like the head of the year Mm. and um, the, the, not prime minister, what they call the head teacher basically said we're like rejigging things and 
everyone has to reapply for their jobs. What? She was the only black member of staff that failed. Um, That's crazy. And, you know, they didn't let her take it, take the job back. Uh, she then went like off sick. Um, they then went on to give her job to a less experienced and less qualified white member of staff. She went to tribunal and won the case mm. for unfair dismissal. That's um, right. With, with lots of proof, you know, when she went on to like apply for other jobs, every single one of her peers, bar the head teacher that made this call, wrote like spectacular um, wow. reviews for her. He was the only one that was giving ch chatting shit about yeah, her. Yeah. Um, and after the findings, the school didn't have any proof that it wasn't based on race and she ended up winning over £460,000. That's, that's right. So <laughs> I'm giving her Melanin Magnificence because, you know, she spoke about how it affected her physically yeah. and ment her mental health. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, I feel like most of my listeners will understand how it feels to be in a workplace where you're either one of you or the only coloured person there. Yeah. Um, and her... For her perseverance, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know how long the court case was. Oh, that must have taken a minute. I feel yeah. like there are so many people that either get let go of jobs or feel a certain way in a workplace and they just they just do up, keep calm and carry on, which no, I'll, sometimes you have to fight. You have to fight. And yeah. she and she persevered through that and she won. And my hat goes off to her. Yeah, well done. A round of applause. Uh, and yeah, you're, you're just a, an example for many people that are in that situation to take action and, you know, literally get your coins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my melanin magnificence goes to you, Miss. What's her name? What's her name? Mrs. Catherine Burton York. Yes, that's right, Catherine. Go on, big cat. <laughs> 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 so it's now time for Miles Measures. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, right. Mm. Megan and Harry the documentary. Have you mm, seen it yet? I have, yeah. Have you seen all of it? Uh, I'm up to... I got to the first part. So, there's, three episodes, There's right? three episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. going to be another part, right? 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, Makes it doesn't seem like it's over yet. Yeah, we got things to say. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, we. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see up until the Queen's death. I want to see what was going on then. Well, I think it was. It said something about being recorded up until uh, August. Yes, yes. So that's right. not going to be covered. One of my biggest takes from that was um, Harry and Meghan's first date was at 716 Street. Oh and my I'd be gosh. taking my niggas there, so I feel like. I feel like that's a date spot. Listen, I was like... <laughs> first they, and second date. They put Soho House on the map. Oh, they did. On the map. That's a royal That's a royal date spot now. Even when they said they took a, a, a selfie, I was like, excuse me. Isn't it? You ain't like no pictures in that bitch. <laughs> I ain't taking no selfies in those. No, now I'm, ta- I'm snap, snap, Do you know snapping. what I mean? Prince Harry and Meghan did, so what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> I'm going to tell them every time they try to stop us. <laughs> Isn't it? But yeah, that was cute. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like my my stance is the same on Megan. I've always enjoyed Megan. I'm not a like fanatic mm. over her or the royals, but I've always thought like when she first came and started dating Harry, I think I was recording at the time. I was happy to see a black girl in the house, and yeah, I think the episode was something called like "There's I don't know a black person in the palace" or whatever. And yeah, like I love that. Um, it's good to hear their side. I really think it's. I think it's really long insightful. Long it's, long it's, awaited. Yeah, it's long awaited. I definitely think they've done the right thing. Obviously, yeah. you've got people like Piers Morgan saying, oh, they love the attention. I don't think they do. But at the same time, they need to pay their bills because he's not getting any of the oh, yeah, the, fina- the finances through anymore. Facts. And I can't really see him running up to Tesco's to apply to be checkout person. So she, I mean, they've got to make their... Co- exact. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you've, got, when you've got money... The outgoings are mad. Oh, of course. And if you've, he's not got that coming in from the royal family anymore, yeah. so I don't. Does he pay tax? Would he pay tax after I he's don't moved know, away? Actually, with Megan. Oh no, because you'd pay tax for where you live. They don't. They they're not UK residents no more. So oh, they've yeah, immigrated, course. haven't they? Yeah. So they course. probably pay tax where they live. Canada, Canada or something. I don't. I thought it was LA. No. Nah, mm. that's they can't live in LA. That's Hollywood Central. I just saw them feeding feeding pigeons, not pigeons, feeding chickens. I feel like and, maybe they got a couple out because. There was another doc where he said they were living at Tyler Perry's house for a minute. Did you yeah, know that? Yeah, they were sleeping around. That's the, crazy. The, the, because they didn't have nowhere to go. That's crazy. Like they've actually been through it, and like I can't lie, I yeah. I didn't I didn't know how to take the doc. Like I went in there with an open mind. What did um, you expect? What I didn't expect. I have to say what I didn't expect. Yeah. They brought on all the black historians yeah. to school you yeah. on what colonization is. I was yeah. like, do you know what? I respect yeah. that because there's probably going to be a lot of people watching it not even expecting to be schooled like that. Yeah. And to understand how big of a deal it is mm-hmm. that they are taking a stand against like racism and like, yeah. all the problems that they've had to face in the last couple of years. Um, but also, I don't know. It was it was interesting to see them in their natural habitat, mm. but I also still feel like they're holding back. Oh yeah, like because they're gonna want to push a like narrative. Like I, you're always gonna want to do that. Yeah, I always I I think this was to favor Meghan, of course. Yeah, um, Harry still felt like he weren't giving everything. Like I don't know, she she was quite friendly, bubbly. Like she weren't she weren't afraid to take mm. the mick. Like when she said that she done the curtsy and she was bowing yeah. for like thirty seconds. Yeah, and he was like. Sis, please get up. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell, but you can also, but I think that's a nice way to see their character. You can see that he's like the, which I do like, the the man that's just sensible. Yeah. And she can be the silly one. Yeah. But she hasn't been allowed to show that before. Yeah. So that's why I feel like this was definitely about her being, look, I'm fun. Yeah. I'm a nice person, just a normal girl. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a man, I'm going to look after my queen. Yeah. And that was cool to see, but I just didn't expect 
that. I, I, I don't know. I thought they were going to be a bit more rawer. But it's, hey, we've yeah. got part two to come. It's still, it's, it still felt like a royal documentary to me. Mm. It didn't feel like... It weren't tell all. No, 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 no. It was very, you know, put together with cute moments. It was... It, it, yeah, it was very moments. that. Yeah. It was very that. Because the Oprah interview was the... Ooh! Yeah. That was tea. Yeah. This weren't tea. Yeah, there was no moments. Yeah, and that's what I was like, oh, I thought uh, yeah, you were going to... Yeah, I would like gonna... more juicy. Yeah, I thought you were going to go in. But again, there's part two. Let's see yeah. what happens. Interesting. Um, in other news... Oh, so... Apparently, do you know who Lil Fizz is? What, from BTK? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he apparently did a remix to um, Beyonce's Break My Soul, changed it to Break My Whole, but he's only released the video for that now. What? What does that yeah. mean? So it means that there's a video circulating in the internet where he's playing with his bussy girl. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Doing up. <laughs> Not you with the ASMR. Doing <laughs> up. Playful. And what, to, his, to himself? To himself. He's got his booty Who hole spread. It? <laughs> I'm presuming he oh, or someone to see else. What he was doing. It was just, <laughs> just like this. No. I don't know whether it was like just leaked from anywhere or whether it was leaked from no, like someone... an OnlyFans. I don't know. But the girls are saying that the hole was looking used. <laughs> and we know the history with B2K. He's been there before. Bump, bump, bump. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I spoke to my cousin about this. She was like, at his big age. And I was like, he's 30s and playing with his booty hole. Like, that's, there ain't nothing wrong no, with that. No, no, but that's why I asked she filmed it. Because I get what she means at his big age. Why are you filming it? Because that means you are very aware that yeah. this could get somewhere. This could get out of hand. Mm -hmm. So if this is what you're doing in your private time, go for it. But don't Maybe you want to make a bit of money from it. I mean, he's definitely on all the blogs now. He's, if, if he's, he's on all the blogs. Oh. If he was to drop a song now, it would get hits. Have you seen the video? And it looked like his, yes. Oh, Yes, I had to go to Twitter. Of course I had. It looked for nice, research babe. purposes. For, for, for this is work, because I, I had to discuss. <laughs> oh, my God. I had God. to discuss. So when you go It on was neatly kept. It looked trimmed down. Yeah, it oh. looked creamed. It looked, it looked nice. Yeah, you, I've seen an ashy booty hole before oh, on ooh. camera. Not on camera, on nah, that, screen. That's actually wild. I'm doing other research. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I understand exactly why your cousin said at this at his big age. Really, I think you could see. I, my response was, I hope I'm playing with my bussy hole at the age of forty. Maybe not online, unless my no at forty though. Oh, She's okay, like at that's 30, your thirties. I'm like at forty. I want to be still playing living with best it. Life, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm someone else. And but are you going to film it, Miles? Maybe. And if I'm not in this line of work. And you know, well, that's what I'm my saying. reputation doesn't matter because I'm in control of completely that's everything. That's what I'm saying. Why? I'll do it at your big make a age. Coin. Are you really trying to put your brand out as, hey, this is what I do in my spare time? Because his brand is former boy band mm -hmm. with their set sandals, um, reality show appearance maker now, and. I mean, it, I feel like that's what they all be doing. They all got OnlyFans. Oh, it's true. It's Hollywood. They it's all be doing mad. that. It's a bit mad. Do they really all do OnlyFans? Yeah, so many of these like reality TV people, they, yeah. Because people actually just want to see them. So they I might guess. not even be like fucking or yeah, doing whatever might, on yeah, there, but they've got it and just, it might just be a little sexy pitch or whatever, but he was really playing. He wow. was doing up Dory the Explorer with wow. the fingers. I mean, 
if that's his vibe, then make your coins. But like, like I've said this before, like if people want to live a certain life, go crazy, man. As long as it don't aff- yeah. uh, like, affect my he life. He wouldn't go into ham on it, but it, it, it was nice. He done his thing. Yeah. For himself. Yeah, it could have been a bit longer though. It was only like 10 seconds or whatever, but... Doing it for ourselves. I need to know Google who wrote, who wrote um, Bump, Bump, Bump. Because I feel like I need to go back Why and listen that? to the um, the songs and who just... Who used to be the producer back then? I swear R. Kelly was involved. Oh. Was it R. Kelly? I don't know, but speaking of R. Kelly, did you see the... Oh. <laughs> the album that got released from In Prison. So it's not... Apparently it's not him. Yeah. So the blogs were saying it was un so it wasn't an official or like a, a, a like it wasn't his It was like an AI doing. type thing. Yeah. But there were there were muse there were tracks on the album which I found humorously titled I admit it. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, there were tracks on the album that have been on other albums or on other EPs, but there was some stuff that hadn't been heard before. So wait, this is some of it was actually his music. It was all his music. Really? But like some of them was like like songs that had been released before and then some ha- hadn't been on platforms. So Apple oh. and Spotify removed it straight away. Do you think it should have been taken down? Yeah, 100%. I don't I don't support R. Kelly. Are you going to listen to the to the to the to the album? No. I admit it. I, I want to do it for re- for for research for purposes. Research purposes. <laughs> if it, okay, if it was I don't for, rate him. I don't. If it was for research purposes, I would listen to it to talk about it. But like if I was like on freaking like Good Morning Britain or something. But like if not, it, it's not a part of my leisure time. Like, no, I, I don't listen to him yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 I'm done. Like, And it, he, he creeps me out. Like, when you listen back to some of the lyrics from old songs, like, Age Ain't Nothing But A Number, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. He's singing creep, about his... Yeah, it actually creeps you out. Like, the more you deep it, you're more, the more you're like, oh, actually, uh Yeah, no, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. So the, the, so the album was called I Admit It. Mm. The first song was called Air. The second was called Planet. Oh, Lord. Don't understand. And then... The third was Good Old Days. Do you know what, though? Low-key, I wouldn't be surprised if his team put it out. Well, he needs money to pay off the things. Yeah. And he's not making the money. Apparently, he was broke and couldn't I do whatever. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was all a publicity stunt. They actually wanted to release it, and they were just trying to gauge if people were interested. Mm. 100%, I feel like that could be the actual truth behind it all. Because he's like, oh, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Cool, fine, you didn't do it. But... Someone had ex- access to all of this information. Yeah. Uh, the other songs was uh, I Know You Got A Man, parenthesis, I Don't Care. Wow. Freaky Sensation. She Deserve. Oh? Last no. Man Standing. No, no, no. And then no. three different versions of I Admit It, part one, part two, and part three. Throw the whole internet away. Oof. <laughs> because what is that? I don't know. I do I own like I said, just for research purposes, I wanna I wanna see what is being said so I can discuss it on here. Um Is it not now? Hmm? I thought you were gonna press play. No, oh, no, we ain't gonna play for that. And here is track number one. I sat here for an hour and a bit listening. (laughs) Absolute lies. But yeah, do you, as a radio uh, presenter, then do Mm. you get, do you ever get requests to play R. Kelly? And if you do, do how how do you handle that? Oh no, we're very aware that, like you know, when bad things happen, like artists get blacklisted and banned and all that kind of Mm. stuff. So yeah, he's definitely not on the the Capital Extra radar at all. It's very common for. us to 
be made aware of news before, like publicly. Like, mm -hmm. so for example, um, if an artist has a court case coming up, there'll be an email that'll say, okay, cool, we might take some of those songs off the, the uh -huh. off the thing just to await yeah. the verdict because again you don't want to see be seen as like glamorizing someone that could potentially be yeah a murderer yeah so Ooh. yeah so this is you like, guys still playing Tory Lanes we haven't played Tory Lanes in like two years Whoa yeah yeah since twenty twenty since the whole Megan incident happened Tory Lanes has not been on the playlist. Hmm. Yeah. So again, we had to. I say we. It's none of a presenter's business, unless yeah. you're a DJ and you play your own music. My show's playlisted. Um, yeah, it was very evident that we were gonna like. We were being advised that look, we're not talking about him. We're not talking about the music until we know more. Mm. And that kind of just stayed like that. So that was back in 2020, and it's just pretty much stayed like that. And obviously, the court case is going on now. Yeah. So again, we'll find out more. Do you still play Chris Brown? Yeah. When did Brown he start playing back again? The Chris really... Brown thing's a bit of a weird one. Like yeah. I've always felt a bit on the fence about Chris yeah. Brown. Like, in all honesty, like the Rihanna situation that was yeah. like what ten years ago yeah. now. She's cool. From when they did always be mine, <laughs> sing it to the world. Ain't nobody been there. I said from when she's in the studio making yeah. music with this man. Like, I'm. Yeah. Let me hit fucking run it, run it, and get my life again. Yeah. So that's the that's the situation with you know in terms of like. As long as there's no pending court cases or that kind of stuff, mm. it's fine. But I think the problem is there's a lot of news articles that come out regularly, blogs and all yeah. that kind of stuff. There's always accusations. Yeah. So I think that's always gonna be with any celebrity. Yeah, yeah. So I think like in terms of the radio industry, they've kind of come to the point of unless there's a trial, yeah, you can't really like blacklist an artist like okay. that because it could be considered like you're blocking them, yeah, basically, intentionally. And we we're supposed to be like you know unbiased yeah so unless there is like a, an actual court proceeding can't really do anything but i was really shocked at, at like you know recently the award ceremony that st stopped him from doing yeah i spoke about that i had um yeah. beyonce stylist on ty hunter and yeah. i brought it up but he was very you know school of PC. matthew Knowles, and just you know i i don't know about that i just hope everybody is blessed and god is good <laughs> everyone's <I> well <laughs> yeah. at home <laughs> so we didn't really get into it like that but yeah i was I was shocked. I was shocked. I, I would have loved to see that performance. Yeah, uh, me too. However. And I'm ready to. When he when it was decided that he wasn't doing it, everyone was like, yeah, damn right. And I was like, wait, what? Still, yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah. it's a bit like, where from does when, everyone stand? From when she's got over it, I'm like. But I think the problem is that the other incidents that have happened since Rihanna. With, with um, oh my God, what's her name? Carucci. That's it. Yeah. Like, there's so mm, much heard about her for a long time. history of Chris just having like toxic relationships. But again, it's one of those, uh, it's hard, it's really hard because like, it's like, do you wait until a verdict, a guilty verdict? Mm. That doesn't always mean that someone's innocent. Yeah. So, but again, it's complicated. people have now gone crazy for his, his, his tour tickets. Yeah. So, are listen, you going? No, nah, listen, I'm, I'm not trying go. to, I'm not trying to, if I get a ticket next year when it when it yeah. comes around, I'll go. But I'm not being... Uh, there's only a few artists that I'll jump online. Are we going tickets. to the Renaissance tour? I would love to. But again... Not even for Beyonce Giselle's category. No, no, no. I would love to. But I, you know the money's going to be dumb. Yeah, I, I, she deserves. I agree. You won't break my hole. <laughs> you won't break my hole. She might even bring up Lil Fizz on stage. Not the hole. <laughs> No, I think... Alien Superstar Whip. 
I would love to see Renaissance live. I would love to see that live. He did, like Coco Chanel. Oh my gosh, I would actually lose my mind. But again, I'm, I don't know if I'm jumping online. You know, her, the starting I mean, price is going to be dumb. I paid, the biggest amount of money I've paid for Beyonce ticket was like 450 and that was VIP. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, right up next to the stage. But the thing stunning. is, I'm not doing the queue. Like, you I'm don't not... do the queue if you do VIP. No, no, no. But I mean, I mean I'm, talking the, I'm talking about the virtual queue. I'm not sitting oh, online for an oh, hour yeah. refreshing my page. Oh, like, I literally, am. give me the plug. Then you've got to go to Beyonce.com and become a part of the Beehive. You get the, the, the link See, where it goes live before. I'm very much not on. I'm not sure if I am a Beehive or not. You, babes, you are. I know. The amount of reels that you posted to that Beyonce song. I know. And you look like you're getting your whole entire Nigerian life, girl. actually <laughs> made me consider, am I a beehive? But I'm not like diehard. But am I still part But of does it? something happen to your spirit? Yeah, it's definitely. It's when definitely, it comes on. It's definitely a spiritual you beehive. <laughs> Speaking of radio shit, yeah. So did you see the clip of, uh, uh, do you know, um, Charlemagne the God? Which clip? Which clip? Um, so he was on air live mm -hmm. with DJ Envy. Yeah. Uh, and DJ Envy was reading up some news and he was like, oh, yeah. So Jay-Z has just purchased uh, this building, uh, the first to the eighth floor and read out some address. And Charlemagne was like, what, 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 what address? And then he said, oh, yeah, you know, block three, three, five Boulevard, whatever, whatever. And he was like, oh, that's that's my building. That's where, that's where my office is. Which, which building? And he said, he's like, yeah, he's like, that's my building. He's like, yeah, the first eight floors. He's like, wait, I'm the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> Not him finding out live on air. What? He's getting evicted because Jay-Z bought his, his, his what? thing. What? No, I did not see that. I was busting up. Live on air. He was like, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait run me that postcode again? Yeah, man. What? Have you ever been on air and had found out anything live whilst either mm. on air or like hosting something, had news that was like, oh, shit. Nothing personal, personal. Nothing personal like that. I mean, the, I think everyone in radio, and it's happened now, so I don't know what's next. Well, the king. But everyone in res radio feared the queen dying. Like, that is like the big... Because do you guys have to go dark? Yeah. Yeah. See? So everyone feared Imagine, that. yeah, the theatres, I'm in the Book of Mormon, yeah, comedy show. Apparently the, 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 the law of the land was no comedy for like 48 hours. No, 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 no. It was supposed to be two weeks. Two weeks. That whole when, London Bridge thing was supposed to be a two-week blackout. This is how, you know, times are changing. Yeah, because exactly. my show, and even years when she wasn't even ill of health, they were like, yeah, if the Queen dies, we're going to have to close for the X amount of times. Bruv. When it happened. That girl got a minute silence, and then we was doing up Hasadiga Eba White. Like, no on stage, bum. Way. Yeah, that same day. On the day. On the day, no a minute way. silence, and then we was... On stage, very much saying, what? fuck you, God, in the ass, mouth and conta, fuck <laughs> you, God, doing the things. And the people was laughing in the audience. So that was, th that day, we, it was a Thursday, right? I can't I remember. I think so. Um, it was, it's all a blur, because that was like literally like two weeks before my wedding. So I was like, oh, Lord, please. I was on on the Saturday afternoon. So by the Saturday afternoon, mm -hmm. most of the news had come out about what they're doing, moving her body, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So my Saturday show was just somber. So it was just like slow jams, even though it was kind of nice. I can't lie. Yeah. I can't lie. The tunes were banging. But like we had loads of like slow jams, R&B kind of vibes. Uh, pretty wings. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good vibes. But it wasn't as bad as we thought. 
Like, even when it was announced, I remember Yasser, he was doing drive time shows. So it was around 5 p.m. when we were like, Yasser, good luck, man. You know, the show's going to be a bit mad. Mm. They just automated it and when it went straight to LBC. He got to go home. Like, Bruh. it was like, it wasn't like, it was like, oh my God, you've got to do some long news announcement. No, this is commercial radio, B. We Damn. go home. Let the news people do the bit, like Facts. do their bit. So that's why we're like, hold on. Why have people told us for years that this is going to be like the hardest this day thing. in radio? And it's like, everyone you said, just we're switched, getting our coins. We're just continuing. switched off. Yeah, yeah, you just switched off the tunes and let the news run. Cool. All right. So we don't have to. I literally was like, do I have to come on radio this weekend? No, like, yes, Ravel, you have to come in. I was like, oh. What you said in it, <laughs> but wait, I was I was gas. I thought, okay, we're gonna have a couple literally. days off the show. Let me go see my fat. No, literally, everyone get upstairs into costume. You're on in half an hour. I said, <laughs> what? But y'all, Lizzie just died, ho. You Lizzie just took the elevator down, girl. What do you mean? I mean, God rest her soul. But like, it was very much. <laughs> it was very much. <clears> oh, <throat> so protocol isn't protocol anymore. No, but like like you said, when, convenience. It's 2022, man. Like. Things move way too fast to be like going into like broadcast and like entertainment mm -hmm. lockdown. Like it's not. And and I think if we hadn't have already been in lockdown already from the pandemic, it might have been a little bit more traditional. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. But I think because the world has literally experienced blackouts, lockdown, can't leave your house. Everyone was like. They said, hey, Alexa, play rough ends no more. <laughs> we literally, <laughs> we can't do that again. No. Because yeah. even that one day, so that day, the day, the day that <laughs> the funeral was, was the day before I flew out for my wedding. Mm. My mm. nail appointment got cancelled. Had to do my hair appointment the day before. I was stressed because I was like, everything's closed. Absolutely, think everything was closed. So I was like, "This is very inconvenient." Yeah, like I know, I know it sounds terrible. No, but it was so, very about right to me. It was very inconvenient, but the 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 country would have wouldn't have survived doing more than one day of lockdown because mm. that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, "So what is it? Lockdown again?" Yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, God rest her soul. We we all we all experienced history that time at that point. So. Mm. It was a very interesting time. Yeah, I didn't really care too much for it, but oh, miles. I really didn't. I didn't know that woman. I didn't know that woman. Do you know what though? And her history with colonization and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's, the that's... fact that you know she didn't never speak up about no George Floyd. She ain't never speak about shit. Mm. She ain't never speak up about jack shit. She ain't I never mean, say anything about homosexuality I'm, and I'm discrimination. Not, I'm not patriotic in the sense that, like, you know, I'm not at all. I, yeah, I just, I just don't. But I, like, my grandparents loved her. I really don't under, I don't get. It's, it. wild, I, it's giving right? me. What's that? Is when you, when you're, when you fall in love with your, with your no! capturer. <laughs> when you fall in love it's with the Stockholm syndrome. So that's giving that. It really is. Oh, because once upon a time, you know, her family were out capturing you guys. Yeah, of course. But for some reason. Our, our grandparents like and the she signed a document that said, "I don't want niggas working in the palace." But the generation signed before it and us. Said, nope. The generation before us literally, like, I don't know what it was, like the whole Windrush generation, they really, really believed that coming here was going to change their lives for the better. I agree in some parts that it has changed their lives for the better because we got we got an opportunity to be here. Yeah, but um, the sacrifice, the but, sacrifices but yeah, wasn't... But, it's, but, it, but I, I think it's more out of respect to my my grandparents. I'm just like, oh, nanny would have loved this. Or, or do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what, what, I don't know what my nanny loved the queen. My Guyanese nanny loved the queen. 
See, even oh, my look, wa- the Queen's speech. Da, da, da. Like, even my whole Oyimbo nanny, yeah, I don't, when, when she was like, she never even bothered about the Queen. And she was a whole white But woman. that's the thing. I, mean, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you have to, that's the thing. I'm very like, I guess I am a, I am a broadcast journalist at its finest. I'm very, yeah. I'm very impartial. I'm like, look, I don't, don't, I'm not for, I'm not against. I'm just like, hey man, I live in England. That's the Queen, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's the only way I can take it as, you know, this is the, the world conforms to the the matriarch and patriarch and all that kind of stuff me please i'm just going to work that's i hear you there <laughs> right, i'm gonna hit on one more one more little thing i don't know what to what to choose uh, okay right i'm gonna do two more so basically there was a, there's a show on in broadway mm-hmm. um that is i think it's written by a man by the name of jordan e cooper uh he Created this show called Ain't No More. Okay. Or Ain't No Ain't No Mo. Ain't No Mo. Ain't No Mo. Ain't No Mo. Okay. Keep it real. Um, and it's a play on Broadway, and I don't think they were selling. I didn't get <coughs> to read and into it too 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 much, but they weren't selling out. Um, so it's Broadway New, York. and it was gonna cl- yeah, and it was gonna close. Um, and he, you know this guy put his heart and soul into this, and it's meant to be an amazing piece of theater. It's mm. black theater, uh, and the message that it gives, I've seen like clips of him speaking about it and it just seems like so empowering and moving mm. and um they were going to close it early and he put out on instagram please like let's save this show and the hashtag was save ain't no more ain't no mo <laughs> and <laughs> um he was just asking people to basically just buy a ticket mm. in any way they can and he shared it and got lots of support um from people to the point where literally the next day i saw on the news uh, that Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith brought out a whole performance. Oh. Uh, the next day, um, he's, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. 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 A talk after the oh, performance amazing. and RuPaul is hosting a special performance of it as well. And yes, Queen. The people RuPaul. are really coming to get the people in uh, America, especially the black people are really rallying behind him. Mm. And, you know, this kind of, not only did I want to bring this to your attention, anyone that's going out to New York or anyone of my listeners in the States, go to Broadway and see Ain't No Mo and, you know, go on a journey and help support a black show. Love that. Um, but it also like lean in, leans into something that I want to speak to you about and mm. ask you about. So I went to the Gay Times Awards and had a little catch up with London Hughes. That looks sick. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. I was honored to be there. Um, and I spoke to London Hughes about like her move to the States. And she was like mm. talking to me about, oh, like, why are you here? And, you know, it's funny. Earlier on, we spoke about keeping calm and carrying on. She was like, that is literally the British motto. 100%. Like, keep calm and carry on. You're going through shit. Keep calm and carry on. Mm. In America, is not that. Mm. Is the American dream. Go for your. Go and get it. 100%. Over here is oh, just you know, just keep on going. Um, and that's not. If he just kept calm and carried on, that show would have been closed. But he yeah. he fought for he it. Let them know, yeah. And I feel like many other people operate like that over there, and not just in the black community. But I do feel like there's well. I do feel like in the black community in America, they get behind each other way more than in the UK. 100%. And I was then thinking, do I want to go and do, like, eventually I would like to go out there, not to live forever, but I would like to try there for like a year. Yeah. Max two. Yeah. And just, and just see, because I do go out there and the support I get from strangers that mm, I don't know who will be posting things saying, oh, let me introduce you to this friend. He's an actor. Yep. Whereas over here, I'm like struggling. Yeah. 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 
What are your thoughts on that? One second. Because they do be sound checked. Oh, yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah. What more specifically? Oh, I didn't pause it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on like the, the culture here, uh, in, especially in the black community, in entertainment and stuff, like it's in supporting each other and, you know, people say UK's bad vibes and then versus <laughs> America. What is your stance? I think it depends. And your experience. It depends on the industry you're in. Um, I started my journey in the music industry. Music industry is very clicky, very nepotism is a big part of that. Mm. Um, nepotism can work in two ways. It can work in your favor. It can work as a block in like, you know, you can get overlooked and someone, someone's cousin can get a job. Mm. Like, and you're like, hold on, I've been here. Like, you know, like you mentioned with, um, Catherine earlier, like, yeah. why are people getting jobs ahead of me? Yeah. That happens a lot over here. Um, feeling overlooked, feeling undervalued, not appreciated, or not getting your flowers. Mm. Like, I think this country does does forget to reward people that have actually been here for a long time. Yeah. Uh, for example, right now, um, I think every every industry in the entertainment world is experiencing this now. TikTokers, YouTubers, influencers are getting jobs over people. Aubrey O'Day spoke about this the other day yeah. and said, you know, it's people hard. out here on TikTok fighting the national anthem and now they're more relevant than me. <laughs> and getting more, getting, you know, getting more money than me, get more streams than me. It's hard. It's hard to see that happen. Um, but at the same time, I've realised we also need to look, move with the times. Facts. Like you can't always just be... Old radio person you can't just be like you have to adapt like okay cool how can i be an influencer as well not that i again i mentioned earlier i don't want to be an influencer but how can i implement some of the influencer techniques into my career mm -hmm. and into what i do as well like you know okay cool go to an event look good get paps that can actually help get you more exposure because people yeah. will be like who's that girl? she look good yeah yeah it can help not saying that you have to focus on that but Go out. Yeah. Be be relevant. Be folk like, you know, be in certain circles that can actually help boost you. Mm. Um, but I do one hundred percent agree that this country doesn't always have each other's back, like, mm. especially in the black community. Um, we we like Mo Gilligan made a whole documentary about it. The black comedy scene, I'm not a comedian, but I feel this. The black comedy scene has this one in, one out mentality mm. where if one black comedian's killing it, it it's almost as though you have to wait for them to finish their run and then the next one comes forward. I feel like Ace, Ace and Mo are like, doing their thing at the same time. Right um, now. Yeah, but now, that's the now, point. Well, yeah, now, now. That's, that's the point. Yeah, but fair. think about it. So the Lenny Henry and again, show that's only yeah. was the 90s. And that was it. Then you had Richard Blackwood had a show. Mm -hmm. That was 2000s. The next time, Stephen K. Elmas, he had a show maybe late noughties. You've got to wait until 2020 before Mo Gilligan has a show. Yeah. What is that? When you put it like that, sis. What is that? You have to have 10 year gaps before a black person can have a TV show. Yeah. That's, that's the black men. Yeah. Where are the black women? So remember, June Sarpong, Trisha Goddard, they were killing it. Mm. Um, sorry, where's the black women with their show now? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, there's London black to women to, here. To the, to the States. Yeah, there's black women doing their thing, like big up AJ Adudu, big, big up um, Clara Ampho. Tell you um, more. Yeah, like there's uh, Vic Hope, uh, Yinka, Maya Jama. Like there's women that are doing it. But again, where is that prominent weekly show from a black woman other mm. than radio? Where is that? And it's like, again, it feels like, oh, because Clara's doing her thing, maybe I should wait. 
Because yeah. AJ's doing her thing. Oh, maybe I should wait. Oh, because Maya's like at the top. Oh, maybe maybe it's not my time. Forget that. Like it's actually also the industry needs to realize that, but also you need to realize that. Don't yeah. let other people's success dim your light. Yeah. So it is. Um, and I also think you do that so well as well because we've had this conversation off, off of off of you know the podcast and off of the mics i think you you do practice that patience and that <laughs> knowing yep. um you spoke earlier on about being overlooked and you know there is you are amazing at what you do Thank i you. still think it's like i still feel honored that like you can i'm grateful <laughs> but it's also like fucked up yeah, that you've 100%. done what you've done oh my gosh Mars. and Don't you're so accessible yeah. To me, to be like, let's go do a podcast. Like, I'm grateful, thank God, like, and we've got a friendship. But yeah. the amount of work that you've done, the stuff that you've done from starting back with like, like Link Up TV yeah. and All fucking hosting, like, not in it was Notting Hill Carnival. Yeah, you've done yeah. on BET, your Capital One, um, Capital Extra. Extra. Yeah. Like, you've done an array, a plethora of shit. Yeah. Or not just not just TV, radio, the lot. Yeah, and I can. Just be like, oh, come, and then you message be like, yeah, okay, like, why, you, why, <laughs> like, that's good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I but hate But why, you. do you know what I mean? I like, a whole room out London, and I can just do that. Like, do, I feel like you know even if is? you was booked out and whatnot, it would still happen because we bred trends in that. Yeah, of course. But it's mad that you're at where you are, however, at 13 years deep, you say, and you're mm. not on where I feel like you deserve to be, and like, you're listing off these names, and you know, if we're really spilling tea, I. I know that colorism comes into this. Oh my god! I yes. know that colorism yes. comes into this. Like, 100%. that's why. That's why. Like, you know, I love all of the women that I mentioned, mm -hmm. but like Clara Ampho in particular is someone that's been yeah. in the industry for a long time. She she hasn't relaxed her hair, and like, yeah. I relax my hair. Like, I have no shame in that. I, I'm not good with hair. <laughs> Relaxing <laughs> my hair makes life easier for me. I wear weaves, all that kind of stuff. But. Clara has been unapologetic about being a black mm. woman. She has braids. She um, has always been a beautiful dark-skinned woman. Mm -hmm. She'll shave off the side of her head and be like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, she's always been, like, you know, she's a proud Ghanaian woman. She always brings talks about her mom, all that kind of stuff. Like, Clara is definitely someone, and she's a nice person. Yeah. She's always someone that I'm like, yeah, man, she deserves everything that comes to her. And I want to work alongside her. Yeah. I'm not trying to take her place. I'm not trying to come after her. Yeah. I want to work alongside her. And that's the mentality I feel is 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 lacking. Yeah, here. but but I'll keep it real. One hundred. I've had moments where I'm like, why is she getting it? And not her, not anyone in particular. There's people I look at and I'm like, no, what? They, yeah. right? Why are they getting that? I should have got that. No one hollered at me. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I have those moments. We all have those moments because mm -hmm. it's frustrating. Yeah. Because, because like I said, the systemic yeah. problem of one in, one out, mm -hmm. they'll make you go up against each other. They'll make you think, I should have got that instead of them. Mm -hmm. Keep it 100. I, I auditioned for the Big Breakfast with Mo Gilligan. Okay. I didn't get it. When I saw AJ get it, I was like, you know what? That's my girl. Well done. Yeah. Of course I would have killed it. Yeah. But I get it. She's got way more TV experience than me. And that's saying a lot because I've got TV experience. Yeah. But she she trumped it with that in that sense. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well played. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not hating on that. I'm like, I get it. And if anything, I'd love to work alongside them. In the next series, I'd love yeah. to be on the series with them. I hope you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> production team <laughs> that's the thing but i've had to learn to turn that rejection into 
how can I just make this not, how can I not be crazy? Yeah. Because I could have been, of course I was upset. You I wanted better, the job. You could have been mad, but, but again, I could have been better. To, it comes down to, that's when it comes down to character yeah. and, and, and morals. And yeah, AJ is my friend. Like mm. I love, we talk, we talk to each other, we cheer for each other. So yeah, I'm not going to let, like I said, the systemic problems of them pitting us against mm. each other ruin a friendship. Mm. So yeah. Um, uh, okay, I'll quickly say this one as well. So this could have <laughs> been a belt for me, but I'm going to save my belt for someone else. So oh. I don't know if you saw on the Shade Borough, um, a picture was posted of, I think I'm saying his name right. Is it Gude Philip and Senor Fenty? I don't know who that, that is. I think they're, one's a stylist and then the other's influencer, but it's a gay couple, black gay couple. Okay. No, and, I don't know that. Um, they posted up a picture just on their private Instas. They both got quite a following and then it went onto the Shade Bar and I do feel like the Shade Bar can sometimes post things oh. that, that's, they that's know wrong. that's gonna in in, in like invoke they and invite what they're doing. A lot of hatred, be yes. it abuse to be it like abuse to I don't know racist abuse or yeah. homophobic shit. Yeah, and they go often for the homophobic shit. And I don't I don't know that the, the the team. I don't think it's it. that they're homophobic. I think it's that they they love just don't care about a yeah the pot. As long as they, it gets a click and it gets a like, they don't care who 100%. gets harmed. I feel like that's negligent and and quite 100%. detrimental. I unfollowed them back in 2019 um, when Cadet passed away, and they were tweeting about like they were oh. posting about it like it was just some any bit of news like ah. Oh, you, and you know when it's just the language that people use like mm. this is someone's family member, this is someone's brother, uncle, cousin, like. The language is what's really important and I don't like the way they, they, they do posts like that. Like you said, it's negligent. You're not mm -hmm. realising how this can affect and impact people. Like, I didn't know him that well. Like, I'd met him one or once or twice, but that was heartbreaking to hear that a young yeah. man got, got killed in was a car, car, crash, car yeah. crash and you're just treating like, yeah, this happened. Yeah. What? And, the, the, and I feel like if they're going to do that, Get a cool. writer, man. Get a journalist. Get a writer yeah. and and monitor your your comments. 100%. People were saying, oh, it. it's a it's a it's a publicity stunt." Are you lot taking the piss? Yeah, because like, someone yeah bringing it back to um, Senor Fenty and I think it is good of Philip. Like the comments that have been in his in not in their personal comments, but on the Shea Bar have just been again mind blowing, and it just speaks to the to the fact that you know the UK still has it still has a very big uh, LGBTQ alphabet zoo problem cuz yeah get all the Miles. all the letters all the there's so many letters girl I'm a part of it and I can't keep up <laughs> hey Siri, hey Siri, play, play Destiny's Child, lose my breath. I can't keep up, babes. I cannot. Oh, I'm Michelle Williams when it comes to keeping up with 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 the the, the, the LGBTI plus Q. Is it LGBT? No. Wait, I feel good. LGBTQIA plus. Is that is that what it is right now? I today? don't know if that's where it stands on this <laughs> date. But that's the last update I received. <laughs> yeah, I say the alphabet zoo includes all of us, but yeah, like the the UK still is 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 really not safe. And, yeah, people I that live, and I feel like they live in London. I feel like they're Londoners. You're just saying that because they're black, huh? <laughs> just that no, cause just because I went on the Instagram had a little chat. It looked like London. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it just it just highlighted again that the problems that are still here in you. the UK uh, uh, with they're not regarding. No, especially within the black LGBTQ LMNOP situation. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. But um 
I don't know if they listen to this, but one of them followed me actually. I was oh. like, oh, okay. So I followed them back, but I didn't. I didn't even know. But yeah, I hope they're okay yeah, and stuff. So and then well. yeah, Shade Bro, just get it together, man. Like. Don't like, be I that think girl. The best advice we can give them is if you're dealing with sensitive information, please use a qualified journalist to write this, to Facts. publish the article. Facts. Please. Just and please have someone also police in the comments. Because otherwise that. it looks like you're seeing it and you don't give you don't give a damn. Also that. Anyway, that's it for, for yeah, that's it for Miles Measures this week. Right. So we are here, like I said before, with with Ramel London. Mm. So let's 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 let me jump in some of the questions before we get into it. Cause we got we got forty five minutes, girl. Okay. Question. Right. Um, oh, there's loads of are there loads of questions. There's there's about eight or nine, but I we mm. ain't got time for all of them. Okay, so fair. Well played, team. Uh, what tips or advice would you give to a, an upcoming DJ trying to build a career? DJ, get some decks, play the music, get your, you know, Serato box, get the crates ready. Be Serato ready. As, yeah, listen. I don't know. I'm no DJ. I'm saying words. but <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm saying words. No, okay. So, like, get a controller. Um, find someone that you know that can actual, actually DJ on actual, like, pioneer decks. Like, get the right training and the right skills to actually be able to set up equipment, do it yourself. Because... DJing isn't just knowing good music. You've got to be technical as well. You've got to know how to load your music. You've got to know, are you going to be a USB DJ? Are you going to be a throwback CD DJ? Vinyl. Do you want to learn vinyl? Go for vinyl if you want. That's nice. Looks good. <laughs> no, it looks nice. <laughs> it looks good. That's a nice no, little... Be a Spotify you know, DJ. Do you know what I mean? But just, it's more than just being a knowing music. Mm -hmm. You need to actually be technical at it. Because that's actually one of the reasons I don't DJ publicly. Mm -hmm. I ain't got time for all these wires. Mm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna pull up to the club. Are we not wireless yet? I feel like they're wireless. Well, this is the thing. Like, there's so many you can use. You use a USB, but uh. then also you need to make sure, sure that the venue you're playing at has the right decks. You have to be so aware of the technology these days. You've got to be up to scratch. So research. Do your research about what kind of DJ you want to play. Be what kind of music you want to play, or all that kind of stuff. And practice, 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 and shoot your shot. Make a mix. Mm -hmm. Throw it online. SoundCloud, MixCloud, whatever cloud is out there for you to use. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. Let people know you want to take bookings. Uh, were you ever close to giving up? And if so, what kept you going? Oh my gosh, every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm patient. Know, right. yeah. Haven't you been listening? I'm patient. No, I'm yeah. joking. Um, I think. Yeah, we all have our moments where we're just going to pack, we want to pack it in. But if not this, then what? Mm. That's my biggest question. Yeah. Like, what else am I going to do? Facts. That's, and if you're at that, that point. That's scary. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. If yeah. you're at that point of, if not this, then what? Then you can't stop. Yeah. And that's where I believe I am. Uh, and since being successful, has the love and passion for music or presenting ever changed? Music, I can't lie, I've fallen out of music, fallen out of love with music really? a million times. Not the music itself, the people. As the in music the artists industry or the industry is toxic as mm. hell. It makes you not want to be in the music scene because I, I used to work with Link Up TV. So it was very, very, like, you know, it was very personable. You're talking to the artist, you're making plans, they'll flop or they'll want, a, they'll see the vision differently. They don't want to do it the way you want to do it. You don't want to do it the way they don't want to do it. It makes you feel, fall out of love with the project completely yeah. because you're like, I don't like that person. Mm. I just don't like them. And that's just being honest. Like, you know, in every industry, you can work in a normal HR office. 
there's going to be someone on the other side of the office that you don't like, but you know you have to work with them every day. My thing was, I don't actually have to work with music artists to yeah. be in the music scene. And being on Capital Extra has been the best blessing for me in terms of exercising my passion for music, but not working with music artists all the time. Mm. So, yeah, it is, it is very much figuring out what do you prefer? Do you want to be behind the scenes? Do you want to be, you know, on set? Do you just want to be a radio DJ or, or maybe even a radio producer? Who knows? Just figuring out what part of the industry you work, you fit in and which bit you enjoy is really important. Mm. Uh, not my phone locking. <laughs> hey, Ramel. I li- yeah, I like this. Hey, Ramel. I've listened to your show every week for the past six months. I can I'm guessing... Honey, I should have really reread this. <laughs> I want to go into pres- I want to go into pres- I want to go into presenting. Mm. I don't know how to start. How and where can I get going? First of all, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at you. It's no, no, my screen. It's fine. Don't worry. First of all, follow my page, the Mainstream UK. Yes. <laughs> um, that's all about helping people get into the industry. It's also a podcast. Yeah. So I've interviewed loads of presenters about how they got into the industry. Yeah. So listen to that as well. Um, it's on Apple, Spotify, where you, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, we'll but put also, a link in the bio of this as well too. Thanks, love. Um, but also get started. Like, you know, find a friend with a camera or even use your phone. Um, maybe you could be a vlogger. Maybe you could, um, you know, record day in the life. Like, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all these kind of platforms mm-hmm. are actually allowing you to practice being a presenter before yeah. getting the gigs. So, you know, create content, create your own opportunities, figure out what kind of presenter you want to be. Yeah. Like, if you love music, do a weekly chart show. Like, mm. you know, just do a rundown of these are the hottest tunes I found this week, blah, 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 blah. You can do that in your bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need high tech anything. Um, if you want to be a film reviewer, same thing. These are the films you need to be watching right now. Da, 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 da. Just get into the practice of regularly talking to camera, talking to into, into a microphone, and then make a show reel make a, a audio reel, something that you can actually just clip all of these bits of presenting together. Yeah. And then you can grow from there, maybe put it out to a, a creative platform. Maybe it would be GRM link up or anything like that. And see if you can get opportunities to work with them and do Vox Pops. Vox Pops is when you're doing interviews on the street or maybe they're going to an event. You can do mm-hmm. the interviews for them. Like that kind of stuff. Like just get into the habit of starting working towards being a presenter mm. that's always my advice i want to know now what is the what is the highlight or the thing that you're most proud of about your career so far um i think for my career i've always had ideas and i love that when i have an idea i just do it yeah i've always had a just do it mentality so mm. when i first started come on Nike, sponsor this girl <laughs> <laughs> just I do it i actually used to work for Nike. really I used to be a women's ambassador come on back in the day um but yeah i've always just had an idea and said oh let me try it then mm-hmm. whether that's a show so i used to run my own live music events um one of them was called the rate me please show and it was a talent show and i literally had so many of like the hottest artists out right now mm-hmm. on that show so like little sims was like the first person I oh, okay ever. uh shaka um miss banks she won the open mic 
Um, like literally, I've had so many artists come through my show, and I'm like, I did. What's the name of that show again? It was called Rate Me. Rate please. me. Rate me, please. Yeah, I have to say it slowly because it sounds mad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rate. Rate me, please. But it, it was exactly that. It was yeah. like rate me. Like you yeah. lot, these artists are big. I'm putting you on. Yeah, and I used no. to have like networking, like so I'd have like the Twin Bees, DJ Target, Manny Norte, like they all like Dave's manager, Ben Scars, they all were like uh special guest speakers. Yeah. I was like twenty three when I started this event. Come on. Like that was my thing. And then I went on to do Link I was working with Link Up TV at the same time. Mm-hmm. We did the Ramal London show. We took Crepton Conan Go Kart in, we took Retro Two to play Badminton. We were doing mad things. Again, after that, I did a show called The Showrooms. I had George the Poet on there. I had all these like actors that are killing it right now on there. I've always had an idea and just done it. Yeah. Done it, done it, done it. And that's what I'm doing with the mainstream right now. It was the start of 2020. The timing was terrible because my first episode of the podcast dropped in March 2020. When we went lockdown. But I um, mean, people had the time to listen, girl. <laughs> yeah, but then at the same time, cool, Zoom interviews, like all yeah. these streaming. I was like, cool. I've started, I cannot stop. And then the podcast started, you know, doing its thing. And I'm like, I'm so proud that I just done it. Yeah. I could have stopped, but I'd done it anyway. Mm. And that's always been my attitude. Just do it. Yeah. So yeah. What what is the biggest struggle you've had in in uh the in, in your work? Biggest struggle is I've had to do it all by myself. Oof, that yeah. I mean, look at the, I mean, there ain't no crew here, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. Like, yeah we got I'll... cameras balancing on massage tables and shit. <laughs> and that is, but that's the definition of perseverance. Yeah. No matter what, you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Going to get it done. And I am grateful now. Um, in the last four years, I've had an agent. This year, I joined UTC, mm-hmm. um, which is an amazing uh, talent management agency. And... It's so good to have someone have your back. Really? To go ahead of me, to go to meetings ahead of you, mm-hmm. hype you to them. Patent and then the thing. Yeah, you go in and then you just go in and chat. Yeah. So she does all the, all the, all the hard Grand stuff. Work, yeah, yeah. She'll be like, look, I've lined up a meeting with so-and-so at this Dope. channel and da 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 And then I'm like, oh, sick. And they were like, yeah, they just want to meet you now. Oh, thanks. Yeah, of course, babe. Thanks. I mean, yeah, like it's still, you know, the annoying thing of that, of doing it myself, I've always been kind of under the radar a little mm-hmm. bit. So people still see me as new talent. Yeah. That's annoying. That's long, yeah. Because I'm like, I've been doing this, like I said, like 12, going to be 13 years soon. And it's like, guys, I'm not new to this, yeah. but you're talking to me like I'm brand new. Yeah. So that's a frustrating. But again, that representation has, having someone to manage you makes such a big difference. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate now being able to um, going a little bit more confident knowing mm-hmm. that people are rooting for me as well um, obviously we've discussed like your presenting hosting uh, podcasting stuff we've touched briefly on your journal mm. so you released that in in 2020, 2020. yeah um, I know it's got uh, tw- I think it's 12 quotes in it 12, 12 yeah, affirmations 12 illustrations of black women yes yeah women of colour yeah women, why what made you want to incorporate that into it Oh, so remember back in 2020 when the Black Squares Day happened? Um, Funnily enough, that was on my birthday. Roll of the eyes. Um, (laughs) So I was very... You must have been like, what the fuck, my birthday? What's going on? (laughs) No one posted me that day. (laughs) No. No one said happy birthday. Vix. I was 
outrage. The next day, people are, oh, I hope you had a good day yesterday. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> your black square. But after the black square thing, a lot of companies started like saying whether they, you know, stand with, you know, representation, mm-hmm. if they want to have diverse products and blah, 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 blah. And a diary, a journal that I used to pay like £25 every year for a brand new diary. Um, one of the like marketing team that was black who left, she basically outed the company and was like, I was trying to encourage diversity at this company in the journals. I suggested that we put women of color in the diary and, you know, nice, cute images. And the founder was like, this this diary is not for black women. Why, would I, put, why would I put pictures of black women in the diary when they don't even buy it? And I was like, hold on a minute. I'll buy this book. And you don't Because you this- probably sent that email from Romel London and not Ugo. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, why would you even like... Think that. Yeah. Like, it's a diary. What, you think we don't like writing our thoughts? Like, what kind of ignorant shit is that? Mm. So I basically was like, oh. And I did had actually think before I'd love to create a diary. Mm-hmm. And that was ammunition. And yeah. plus it was lockdown. I had loads of time to myself. And a friend of mine, an old school friend, um, Ariane, she actually is an illustrator, beautiful illustrator. She had recently created her own diary, mm-hmm. very different to mine. Um, but I knew she was capable of doing all of the illustrations mm-hmm. and she could help me, like, um, you know, format it the right way to make it an actual diary. And um, yeah, we worked on that and it was literally a six month project. I released it Christmas Day 2020. I might get me one. I know it's got black women in it, but I love black women anyway. So that would me <laughs> well, that's the thing. I will be honest. I I intended for it to be for women mm-hmm. um, because I wanted it to reflect me and yeah. who I was. And some of the images are of me, of family members, of friends. Um, yeah, it was just like memorable moments. Like one of them was like a girl's trip. So I had Ariane like recreate a picture of us together. And at the fr- first page is my sister of her writing in a diary. So... I wanted it to reflect everything that I love and all the, yeah. the black, beautiful women around me. But some of the images are just random people. I was just like, go crazy, girl. Draw whoever you want. Yeah. So there's like a, a beautiful light skin girl in there. <laughs> like, Lovely. There's like all these different, like like literally doesn't look like anyone I know. There's a girl that looks also like racially ambiguous. I was like, yes, I love that. All of it. Yeah. So I wanted it to reflect different women, different from different cultures and backgrounds. And... I did intend for it to be for women, but I've had men purchase it for themselves. Yeah, I would, yeah. Or for gifts for others. I can imagine the gays going up, the black gays going up for that. I could really imagine the black gays going up for that. It's a cute diary. I literally wrote in it last night and I was like, oh. What do you write? Come on, Cher, what do you write? Well, I literally use it as as a debrief at the end of the day. Yeah. So I'm like, so I always start it with, I'm grateful for. Yeah. So I don't encourage, I don't tell anyone how to use the diary. Like it's blank pages. You can date it yourself, all that kind of stuff. But I choose to write, I'm grateful for, and then just bullet point all the things I'm grateful for. And it's a A5 book. So you can get probably like 10 to 15 maybe points in there. So Mm. yeah, it's nice to just, and I try and fill it to the bottom. Yeah. To make sure I'm grateful for a lot of things. Yeah. And it could be easy, as as simple little, yeah. as... It's the little things like, that can I'm so grateful we were able to have a snow day yesterday. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. I literally write... That so cute. <laughs> but that I literally so write just like moments. Mm-hmm. And then when you look back, you'll be like, oh, that was in that cute moment. Yeah. So yeah, I like to remember stuff like that. Well, I'm going to put the link to the journal in the Thanks. description, along with the mainstream mainstream podcast link. Um, is there anything you've got coming up that you're working on? Any, can you give us a, a little exclusive here and get the belt? Well, I'll be honest. Like, 
Um, I have been working a lot on the mainstream. Like yeah. as much as I'm a presenter and I like doing, you know, events coverage and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I want the mainstream to be a production company as well as a creative platform. Dope. So I want to work at having our own regular events, um, uh, producing digital content, so going to red carpets and getting like you know t- tips from the industry, going behind the scenes on yeah. shoots and sets. So that's definitely one working towards. So if people are interested in getting behind the mainstream and working with us, I'm I'm always looking for new talent to, yeah. for me to champion, but also to like. I invest in you, you invest in me, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Because I'm broke, no, I'm joking. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I honestly mm. love um, working with new talent. And like, you know, even at the start of this year, like we had an event and I got loads of, it, it was amazing. So many young presenters mm-hmm. just wanted to work with me. Mm-hmm. So now. I've start, you that girl, babes. Uh, I mean, it's I not the diamonds. I appreciate the love. It's and I'm the trying diamonds. to do the same back. So some of those girls have now like, gone on to present for the mainstream so i've sent them to events to cover it for us and some of them have just wanted to sit in on on capital extra with me so i've let them come in studio just so they can get experience and i can't lie when you come work when you come sit with me i'm gonna put you to work i was i'm gonna come one day i was like listen you need to research this for me (laughs) because i'm I'm like you need to understand what my job is like you don't just come in here and sit pretty no 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 get on that laptop start yeah Start looking for content. Yeah, it and ain't easy. I want you to experience what it's like. Yeah. Like, again, when you come and sit with me, don't think we're just taking cute photos. No. And just winding up as you do. Yeah, we Wind gonna, we we gonna, working. We're going to work. We're going to learn about the We're going to learn today. <laughs> yeah, you're going to learn today. <laughs> Stick with me, kid. You're going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really want to, 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 to support as much talent mm. And show as much into the industry as possible through the mainstream. So the um, UK are very lucky to have you oh, in, 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 in the industry and honestly wish you nothing but more success and more flowers and more coins because you are honestly not only you talented, you've got such a kind heart and Amen. you're Thank so you. giving of yourself and I feel like that's that is often lax in this in this community and especially in the industry and you don't give in like to expect something back mm. it's not just oh i'm only gonna do this because oh yeah this will put me on here and there mm. like you just like to help and i, I love you for that since mm-hmm. we first met on that what was it it was the um <sighs> oh my gosh the super supermarket super that was shoot. it in the super for the yeah, supermarket yeah that's how we and met. i just vibed with yeah, you like the energy amazing. was lit and I was just like, yeah, this girl's got a good heart because it just, like it takes me a minute to warm up to people. Same. I can't it lie, really same. does. And same. I just clicked with you like yeah. that. So yeah, what the UK's to that lucky. Guy? What happened to the other guy we met? Huh? What was Which his one? name? Uh-uh. That guy. See, he didn't click. Oh, what was his name? Was he white-ish? Yeah, but he, <laughs> it, it was, he's ethnically ambiguous. Yes. Oh, I feel like he I might still nice follow guy. him. I probably still but, do. But like, well. he's been lost in the Maybe algorithms he or, or whatever. Something. Yeah. Wherever you are, mate. In it. Good to see you. We ya. miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a reunion. Grab a Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, with that being said, let's move on to the final part of the show. Yes. It's your favorite part. It is Get the Belt. Hmm. Right, so Romel, I know you saved again. You saved and you're a good girl, but I need you to see this as a. You in therapy? Not in a minute. Use this as a therapy session. See that mic. <laughs> And just, just let it out. 
Let it right. go, let it go. So give me a go. breakdown of what, what the get the belt entails just one more time. So I just know that I'm doing this correctly. Get the belt, right. So right, obviously get the belt is named after when you're at home and you do something wrong. Right. The parents, they get the belt. Right. And you get, you get, you get your ass torn up. Right. Now I don't condone violence, mm -hmm. asterisk, but we ain't physically harming anyone here because that's not what the show's about. Of course. However, we're using that as a playoff to just something, someone that has irked you that you know deserves to get the belt. Mm. You give them a good tongue lashing. I can sit back and watch it. And you just, you just get it off your chest. I'm There's even been anything, And I'm here for that. I'm excited. Because <laughs> I, I always get a bit like this when I have saved people on the show because they be like, I give it to myself. Yeah, no, I'm going to be, and oh no, you, never you that. I've experienced mm -mm. some belts and be like, sis, are you for real? You listen to my show and this, how, this is what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good breakdown. Okay, cool. I feel like this is a generic get the belt for the industry. Ooh, which because one? Because the entertainment industry. I think we're going to use what mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier about London Hughes saying, Do you know what, this, this industry here doesn't always help people mm -mm. and doesn't always look out for each other. And what I will say is what I have experienced in this industry is a testament to the reason I've created the mainstream. Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to experience what I experienced because this industry can do you so dirty, mm -hmm. you don't even want to be here anymore. Like, and that's like to the point of like, you know, mental health, um, you know, the way, and I'll, uh, uh, this is how I know I'm going to just free it, but cool. Being a black woman in this industry mm. is already hard. Like you mentioned, colorism. <laughs> People will judge you based on, like, you know, the color of your skin or, you know, if you're pretty enough. So pretty privilege is a thing mm -hmm. that I've experienced as well. Like, oh, you know, she's great, but, you know, she just doesn't have the look. What is the look, please? Like what? Looking like everyone else. Like that's not, I don't appreciate that. Also, the misogyny. The way sometimes men treat me in this industry is actually disgusting. It's either over-sexualized or, dare I say it, under-sexualized. Mm -hmm. I am a woman. I am looking good. I am feeling myself. But because I don't look like Instagram model number 29, I'm not as interesting to you. Mm -hmm. So, like... That's what I'm saying. It's like a mixture of, it's such a crazy mixture of being, I think the, the, the moral of this story is being underlooked, overlooked and undervalued, unappreciated because I'm a black British woman. Mm -hmm. And I hate the fact that I've had people literally pretend that they don't know me to people I know. What? Because they just don't, they don't rate me like that. Like I've heard, I've actually had people lie and say they don't know who I am to my family. And they'll be like, no, nah, you know her. Like, she, she works for... No, nah, I never heard of her. What? Because because what? Because I didn't suck your dick. Yeah. Like, because I didn't suck up to you like everybody else does. Yeah. Now you're just going to eradicate me from life. I've had people tell me, um, oh, like, you know, I rate you so much, but, like, you don't always come to mind sometimes when it comes to, like, events or bookings and this and that. I'm like, why is that? Like, I don't know, like, you just don't always come to mind. And when is when, it because you is it because for me it's given it's because I'm not light skinned with long long hair and I'm not you know like I said Instagram model number yeah. twenty nine like I don't fit into your yeah but make sure you invite her make sure she's there 
make sure that, and I'm and I'm not I'm not putting down women at all in in this in this in this get the belt moment. Yeah. But what I am doing is letting people know that we are all individuals. Mm -hmm. We are all beautiful in different ways. Mm -hmm. Women, you do not have to have a certain look, a certain way of speaking, a certain way of dressing. You don't have to um, change who you are to make it in this industry. Even though people have made me feel like I have to change who I am to make it in this industry. I was told I will never be on daytime radio. Someone actually told me that. Someone I actually looked up to said, nah, Ramel, you know, you're just a bit too normal. Like, you're never going to make it on radio if you keep on going like this. Maybe if, you know, you get some weave, you, you know, dye your hair. Maybe just, you know, change up your look a little bit. What? So I look like everyone else. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So don't let any... So the, my get the belt is a, a cry to the industry mm -hmm. of stop making black girls not feel like they can be unapologetically who they are. Mm -hmm. Please stop telling girls to get BBLs. Please stop telling girls that you have to have this kind of hair texture, this kind of look. Please stop telling girls that they need to be this kind of shade. Please, girls doing the makeup, stop lighting in the, the makeup. For goodness sake, find your shade, babe. Find your shade. Nice. <laughs> stop trying to... To, to dim your light of a beautiful black woman. Stop trying to look like someone that's... Look, we were joking about it, but stop trying to look ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> Facts, you're not babes. If you're from Nigeria, look Nigerian, no? Yes. I'm not saying that that's a look, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Not, stop trying to Don't look... Don't run from it and go yeah. into the, to, to what they want you to be. Let's not go back to those times when people were from Nigeria saying that they're from Jamaica. You're yeah. not. Yeah. Stop trying to be something you're not and don't let the industry ever make you feel like you have to be something you're not. Please be unapologetically you. Please don't let any man tell you that you're not sexy enough, you're not pretty enough. Please don't let any woman tell you that you have to do something to get, or, or even if, even if there are people out there that are even encouraging you to do sofa, sofa dances to get jobs. Uh-uh, not sofa <laughs> dances to get jobs. Please don't let anyone compromise you. No, I'm being real though, because I've heard some people are being told, if you do this, you can work at this label. Is the sofa dancing for me? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, my get the belt is a cry to the industry. Stop trying to dim the light of beautiful black women. We are beautiful. If you're a gamer, babe, if you're a sports, babe, if you're an IT tech, babe, Listen. If you are a lesbian, babe. Yeah, whoever you are, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to represent, please do it your way. You don't mm. have to stop being you to make it in this industry. You don't have to stop being you to fit in. Um, Again, big shout out to London Hughes, who has yeah, always been <coughs> unapologetic about who she is. It's unfortunate that she had to go to America, but mm. big salute to her yeah. for the bravery of yeah. doing that. Because she's doing bits. Yeah, she's doing bits, and they are they love her for who she yeah. is. I love her for who yeah, she is. Same. And um, don't let anyone tell you you can't be great. Period. That's on long, thick, pretty dick. Kind of. <coughs> Sorry, my friend is itching now, but <laughs> you went you went off. Man. I went off. I can't lie. So my belt is going to be short and sweet. It goes to a, a, a dickhead by the name of Joseph Harding. Now, I don't know if you've heard about the don't say gay bill that was passed in what? Florida. 
Um, yeah, so this Republican behind the legislation um, passed a bill which was a part of their like en- um, education system where in front of certain, uh, like under a certain age, you weren't allowed to say gay. Like you li- can't say gay. What? That then put a block on all kind of LGBTQ issues and education. Therefore, put so in LG- the LGBTQ plus community into... Um, into being shunned out, into being oppressed, suppressed. Mm. Um, and then this generation not being able to learn about it is going to encourage them to be homophobic because it wasn't yeah. don't say straight. It wouldn't say, don't say, you know, don't say um, heterosexual, is don't say gay. And that is only going to bring out, bring out more hate towards the LGBTQ community that's and put people in written, fucked up positions. That's really confusing. So what, so you can't identify as being gay? You, you can, but you can't speak about it. You know, what? and you can get a, you can you you can get arrested Is for doing that. Is it the word they have the problem with? That well, yeah. So um, okay. I don't have the story on on that here. However, this is a uh, a. Uh, a Republican that made this and mm. it, it took it back to the Bible because oh. it's an abomination. Okay, that's the Old Testament, by the way, people. Let it be what it may be. Me, I've got my own qualms with the fucking with the with the with the book, yeah. Because me, unless I've seen Jesus Himself write it, that's been here. That same book was used to help to help aid and um, Mm. help slavery take place. That was used as Mm. a tool for slavery. One hundred percent. Okay, it's enforced racism. It's info. It's enforced and helped um, maintain um, misogyny. It's done so much shit. At the end of the day, me and the relationship that I have with my God, Mm. it doesn't all come down to this book. Because I will say though, Mm -hmm. I will say though, in not in defence of the Bible, but kind of in terms of the context of the Bible, this is why people misuse it. Because the Bible should be used as a as a, a learning and educational tool, mm-hmm. but l- you can't take everything in the Bible literal. A lot of it is um, I don't know how I don't know what the right word is, but like you know, like mytholo- mythological to yeah. learn from. You know, like Nigerian fables. Yes, it's not specifically talking about a talking spider. Yes, <laughs> or a burning it, bush, or Moses sticking his stick in the sea and it's splitting. <laughs> it's not. Ne- yeah, and I think that's the problem with the misuse of the Bible and the misuse of religion. Stop letting people uh, define who you are based on words mm-hmm. and not practicing. moral values yeah yeah so that's my defense because i still i i i use the bible as a tool to learn but like i said it has been misused Mm -hmm. clearly in this matter to because he's saying it's an abomination you know what that's not that's not you know what let it be if we're gonna if i'm gonna allow this this man to say this that's an abomination cool (laughs) okay because it does say a man laying with another man is abomination okay that's 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 fine. Mm. I'll let you have that, Mister Motherfucking Joseph Harding. Anyway, it came out this week that that nigga had to fucking resign from his job due to. Uh, oh. Let me read it here. This Go is on. from the Independent. Um, Mr. Harding, who gained national attention this year as chief sponsor of a bill signed into law by Republican Governor Ross uh, DeSantis, is accused of defrauding the Small Business Administration oh. of illegally. Uh, to illegally obtain COVID-19 related federal loans. Mm -hmm. This man is currently, uh, uh, after a federal federal grand jury indicted, um, 
Right. After a federal grand jury indicted Florida State Representative uh, Joseph Harding on felony counts of wire fraud and money laundering, Lord. the Republican behind the legislation derided by opponents as the don't say gay law has resigned from office immediately. I went and did my motherfucking Googles, Mr. Joseph Harding, <laughs> on these abominations of which you decided to impose into law to stop people learning about LGBTQ <laughs> for your own benefit and <laughs> your quote unquote beliefs. Yeah. Let, don't let me because I do. I'll be doing these things, yeah? Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Tell them, Miles. Tell them. Right. Proverbs 6, 16, Proverbs 6, 16 to uh, 19. This lists seven things which are also abominations, mm, yeah? Tell them. A lying tongue. Mm. Abomin... Tell them. Abomination. Mm. Money laundering, yeah? That's not exactly you telling the truth. You mm. having to lie. Mm. Fraud. Mm. That's lying. Tell him. Okay. Cheating is an abomination <laughs> in the Bible. It is. Money. That's money laundering, bruv. That's He's fraud. cheating people out of money. Cheating. That's true. two mm, abominations. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Okay. A false witness or who utters lies. Oof. So while you're doing abominations, so while you're doing up money laundering, you're doing all of these abominations, yep. but you want to impose a bill. Because it's abomination, yet you're doing all of these things Someone's that you're not having rights. to fucking mm. resign from your job for. Right. Tell them again. But you Christians, you is you kind of Christians that mm. are mad in the head that want to shout out abomination, abomination. And just because you want to see the one thing that you're doing. Shout out to the good Christians though. Shout out to the good Christian. I like to see myself as a good Christian. That's right. Yeah, I might suck a dick every now and then, get my dick sucked by another nigga. And I know it says in that book that we, that you shouldn't be doing that. But I am not out here harming people. And I firmly believe that my God is just a God of love. And if you ain't harming Amen. motherfuckers, he's down with it. But you guys that want to take the book and say, like, if we're really going down to it, there's somewhere Ooh. in the Bible where it says that you can't eat fish after the third day of this. And you're not even allowed to eat shellfish. Me, mm. I'm a Christian and I love a fucking lobster tail, bitch. Mm, I, I love I a love the lobster tail. Burger and lobster, you'll see me real soon. Facts. <laughs> and I'm saved. I'm in burger lobster, ordering up lobster tails. Yeah. I'm having seafood pasta. I'm having shrimp. That's right. Other abominations, yeah? Mm. A heart that devises wicked schemes. <laughs> was you not scheming to defraud? He was scheming. You were scheming. All these lists of abominations. Right. You get the belt. And people like you that want to claim righteousness and, 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 and shun, you know women that lead a certain lifestyle shun mm. people for the amount of people they've had sex out mm -hmm. of marriage with uh, and cuss out the gays mm -hmm. but yet you're quick to cheat yep. you're quick to like whether that be on your man's your woman's or your mm. taxes yep. you'll do all of these other abominations but you've got an eye for that one abomination where you see a man holding another man's hand right you motherfuckers and you kind of motherfuckers especially you what's your name because I forgot I don't need that about resting on my on my spirit you Mr. Joseph Harding Joseph you whatever. get a hard belt mm. well said well said and that is my belt this week lovely oh my gosh this get the belt business is great yeah it feels good once you got it off your chest Real you just great. enjoy your day yeah well we have come to the end of this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed it thank you oh, so I loved much it. for coming on. did you have fun girl oh i loved it was it's you scared great. be honest because i've got friends of mine that are in the public eye that said they're not going to come on because they know what i'm like and they know what i do and they, they shook was you shook, shook a little bit i wasn't scared before i got here what <laughs> halfway through the podcast i was like oh shoot we going left um but i'm like listen my god is an awesome god he'll lead us through he will lead us through to the end Listen. and we will speak our truths. And um, I just want to say, 
because I just forgot I forgot to say the person that said that I'll never make it on daytime radio oh. I have officially done every slot on Capital Extra that is a daytime slot I've done breakfast I've done Come 10 on. till 1 I've done yeah. 1 till 4 I've done yeah. drive time I've done the evening show I've even done the nighttime show 10 till 1am I've done every slot on Capital Extra in the last 5 years so no one can ever tell you no one can ever chat shit <laughs> that something you believe in and dream in won't happen don't ever let someone put that on your name or on your on your heart or mind so this was a good memory and reminder of don't ever let people dim your light black girl black boy wherever you black are little non-binary yeah melanated people yes do your thing and that is on long thick pretty get the belt dick <laughs> I, was like, I read the room so wrong i was like oh that's on long thick pretty Dick? Yes, come on, Mel. <laughs> oh, sorry, I have to say it with, with your energy. Okay, cool. Cool. One more time, one more time. I got this. And that's on. Oh, and oh, that's. Oh, oh, oh. oh. A rush our teeth. Right. And that is on long, thick, pretty dick. Yes, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I'm so glad you came on, Ramel. I've got so, so much love too. for you. Um, uh, is there anything you want to say before we head out? Um, uh, when's this dropping? Wednesday. Tomorrow. Oh shoot! You gonna end this tomorrow? Yeah, girl. I'll be. I'll what sleep? What is okay, sleep? cool. All right. Um, you can listen to me on Capital Extra uh, this Saturday, one to four p.m. Also, I'm covering the Capital Extra Breakfast Show throughout Christmas, come all on. the way through to 2023. So come vibes with me every morning. We're gonna have a good time over the holidays. Yes. And of course, um, follow the mainstream online. It's the mainstream UK. Uh, it's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. We're definitely trying to, you know, help you make your way into the mainstream media because I love y'all and you got my back. I got yours. And finally, uh, love from ugo is available to order it's a great christmas present i highly recommend it? it well thank you so much for coming on once again Ramel. love Thanks, you so Miles. much love you too uh yeah i guess i'll see you guys next week i hope you guys enjoyed it's been a pleasure uh this is the home of melanin magnificence and the kingdom of belt my name is miles hart and you have been listening to get the belt that's right Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.